Liveline on RT Radio 1 with the all-new Kia Sportage, built for endless inspiration. The all-new Sportage, now at your local Kia dealer. 0818-715-815 Hello, good afternoon and you're very welcome to Liveline. Joe at RT.ie. Uh, the pandemic uh, bonus payment, yes, it's €1,000, as you know, uh, in cash, tax-free. Um, well, it's through the payroll, but it's tax-free to frontline workers. Um, and the number of people yesterday, as you heard on the programme, saying, well, do private companies going to do anything? And the whole issue of vouchers, uh, because under the current legislation, any company is allowed to give uh, an employee or indeed a director, a voucher for worth €500 Euro in any given year. Um, it has to be a git voucher, it can't be in cash, and it has to be above and beyond their, their salary. But the, the, the number of companies, the number of types of vouchers you can give are limited. And one of them, and one of the most popular, because it is now the biggest voucher company in Western Europe, it began in Dublin, I think, about 20 years ago. Michael Dawson had the brilliant idea. Um, and Post then came aboard in 2007, and they bought most of the company, I think. And they sold it a couple of years ago for a whopping 100 million euros. So it was a valuable business. 100 million uh, euro, and it was sold to a European company, uh, GVS Prepaid uh, Europe. It's a one-for-all voucher. Now, Enid O'Dowd, among others, have contacted us about the one-for-all gift voucher. Enid, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. Explain what the what the issue is in your in your experience. I was given a one-for-all gift voucher to the value of twenty euros around Christmas two thousand and nineteen. Okay. Um, I didn't immediately use it. There was nothing I particularly wanted to buy, and when I get a voucher, I like to buy an out and a particular item so I can say to the person who gave it to me later, oh, I mm-hmm. got a, this with your voucher, thank you very much. But I didn't get round to using it, um, and I'd almost forgotten I had it. And I was in Marks & Spencer's um, in, I think it was around May of 2021, so okay. that was about 17, 18 months after I'd had the voucher. Yeah, but my voucher didn't run out to June 22, yeah, every voucher, so, every voucher has to be a, it's no voucher should have an expiry date, but the well, law allows them to have an expiry date of five years. Well, this was the the date on my voucher, so I was in the queue for Marks and Spencers, mm-hmm. and I gave her and Marks and Spencers the one that comes and takes it. I gave the voucher over, and she put it in her system, and then she said, "I'm sorry, um, I can't take this because there's not enough there to pay for your." food. Now, I knew I had 20 euros on the voucher and I added up the, the goods and it was less than... So it was quite embarrassing. I said, but I know there's 20 euros there. You, yeah. yeah. And she said, but I'm sorry there is and I can't take it. So I had to... I think I had some cash on me or whatever and it was yeah. a bit embarrassing because obviously this Marks and Spencers is popular. There were people behind me. Yeah, of course. And Enid, you had not used the voucher before that At all. Time. No, okay. I hadn't. So the voucher was 20. You went to spend it uh, 70 months after getting it and it was worthless. It was... Well, it... I, I just didn't know because she could only tell me Marks and Spencer's that I couldn't use it. So I went home and went on to the website, put mm. in my number, and I discovered that they had deducted eight euros seventy from it, leaving me whatever. What would that be? Eleven thirty. Mm. And my groceries had come to about sixteen euros. So that was why Marks and Spencer's couldn't take it. 
I was absolutely horrified. And mm-hmm. there was an exchange of emails with the company. And <laughs> coincidentally, in the end, I, I mentioned getting onto Liveline about it. Mm-hmm. And subsequently, they refunded the €8.70. And I then went and used the card quickly because they they would have started okay. putting through these monthly now, admin the, charges or whether they call them again. Now, the, the, the issue isn't the amount. The issue is this monthly admin charge on, a, on a, an inactive voucher. Mm. And they deduct, every month they deduct 145 willy-nilly. Yes. If you don't use the voucher. Yeah. Now, did they explain why they take... 15 quid a year out of your out of your unused voucher. What do they do with it's the 15 quid? It's about 18 quid? euros. It's, it's, it's a way of making a sort of stealthy profit. It's about making money. There's no other reason for it. Like, I hadn't a clue. I only found out because I was embarrassed in Marks and Spencer. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, yesterday when your researcher rang me, I was mentioned to my husband that Liveline wanted to cover this. And mm-hmm. it turned out he had been given a one-for-all voucher. I didn't know he had one. So I immediately checked his voucher, and I found out that his 40-euro voucher that he hadn't used had been reduced to 29.85 by these charges. But on the website, and by the way, the response from one-for-all is, oh, we, this is in our small print. What's the problem? I mean, when you're given a voucher, you get it, this voucher in a little card with yeah. from Mary and Jack or whatever. You, you, you're not told that if you don't use it within a year, they'll start deducting these charges for what we don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. and the people who buy them obviously don't realize this because you wouldn't give um, a gift like this with this as tracked. Now... Obviously, there's been issues with shopping, and that was one of the things they mentioned in the, in the correspondence. They okay. give it to me back because a lot of shops were closed, or a lot of people were being yeah. actively now, discouraged. Now, my husband has just yeah. emailed in a complaint today. Now he mm. is immunocompromised. He has serious health issues, and he cannot go into shops. But you know what? But the thing is, uh, Enid, sorry, Enid, uh, sounds like I'm going to cross you. Don't one for all will will say. And they've just said it to you. Okay, pandemic, we give you eight euro back, but they won't change the policy. Well, it's because it's making them money. That's why money for nothing. Well, it was sold for a hundred million. It's a very, very successful company. It is. You see, a lot of people when they find out this, they won't be bothered to take it on. They'll say, "Oh, I won't, I uh, won't buy one for anyone." But it was only whatever it was, yeah. a few euros. I don't have time for this. So they'll let it go, so they get away with it. And our, I think they are, I'm almost sure they are. This government scheme, which they might look at again in terms of the private sector and uh, the, the pandemic, the government scheme where any employer can give a 500, if they wish, if they have the money, a 500 euro gift voucher, including a one for all voucher. I'm almost, I am certain of that. Um, to an employee and it's tax free. In other words, the employer doesn't have to pay tax on it and the employee doesn't have to pay tax on it. But that that can only happen once every year. Mm-hmm. But what the, the thing that I was, uh, it will never be answered is if there's, there's varying surveys done, but it's reckoned at any one time, more than half of adults have unused gift cards 
in their purse or pocket or handbag or under the couch or whatever. And that one of the ways you make money on selling gift cards is by them not being redeemed or getting lost or whatever. So there's a there's an inbuilt profit there anyway, mm-hmm. and and all like in the st- I saw a survey because I'm as people might know I'm obsessed with little things at times. One of them is the the fact that there should ever be an expiry date on your cash that's used to buy a gift voucher. I think is outrageous. Um, the fact that there's an administration charge is I don't know what they do. Are they are they opening your account every month and going through it and saying how is Ian it? I wonder will we drop her a little note and charge her one forty five? No, you get nothing every month. No, I mean they'll have their computer s- system set up set so up. that okay. on any card, okay. if there is no movement after a year, the charges are made automatically. It's like a standing order. <laughs> exactly, it's a standing order. Yes. Now, one for all, say this is standard practice. Um, in fact, we're probably one of the cheapest in Europe on these uh, monthly rates. They don't say what the what the rate is for. And the one for all gift cards, it can only be redeemed in the Republic of Ireland. So we are supporting Irish retail jobs. Um, however, it was not spent. A small monthly charge is incurred, which covers covers operational costs. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Is it the wages for the computer that set up to take your money? That's true. It is a program, isn't it? And they say we get we give money. We gave forty six thousand to the children's hospital in Crumlin uh, this year, last December. Um, and we're also if 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 we go into liquidation, uh, your money isn't lost. Now, Ian, the only when this has been mentioned, and it's a it's a a, a, a chestnut uh, here, but. The, Somebody suggested upstairs that um, what they did was when they got a one-for-all gift voucher and you're allowed to do this, they went into, as it happens, Marks and Spencers who don't charge, don't take a, a monthly amount out of here. And they went in and they spent a fiver out of the voucher in Marks and Spencers and they asked for a Marks and Spencers voucher as, as change, basically. So they got they got a say a, they had a fifty quid one for all. They went in and spent the fiver, and they got a forty five quid M and S voucher back, which doesn't uh, I don't think it expires and doesn't have a monthly charge. Now, oh, it doesn't because do. I have one. Okay, and then the other thing as well, the problem that keeps coming up with one for all, you cannot check when you go into a shop. They cannot tell you how much is left on your voucher. They can only tell you if if there is if there is not enough on the voucher to cover your purchase. That's correct. That's what happens. So you have to go back home or maybe you can do it in the shop on your phone, your phone or whatever. But what about people saying, that's ah, only 20 quid? I think it's very dodgy practice and I well, would just that, say to people, do not say, no, deal no, with no, them. Fair, you can't say that, Enid, because it's, it's, they're not, they're, they are regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland and you know, you know as well as I do, the use of the word dodgy is wrong, Enid, so I presume you'll join with me in withdrawing that. Um, okay, uh, but I, I think it's, I mean, the fact that people don't know about it, they don't make this up it's to in our It's small not good print. enough to say Enid, it's in a very it's in small our, print. It's in our small print. I actually had to get it enlarged to read it. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've made my point. One there. for all gift cards. What is it? it can be fr- spent free of charges for 12 months following the purchase date. After this time, a monthly charge of 145 will be deducted from funds uh, every month remaining on the card until the card balance reaches zero. So in other words, 
Yeah, well, anyway, so so if you do lose, if you lose your gift voucher down the back of the the um, couch or whatever with the remote control and the keys and the teddy bears, um, <laughs> you, one for all, they still get their 145 a month until yeah. it's got, until it's all gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, Linda, Joe with RT.ie, 51551. Linda, one for all. Yeah, yeah. We just, um, as a family, a couple of years ago, we used to give the kids and nephews and nieces um, all for one voucher. Sometimes, you know, it was yeah, easier with teenagers. Yeah. But on a shopping trip, we realised we accumulated all our cards for the kids and yeah. there was a couple of euros off of each of them had been taken and it was explained to us that, you know, that's an administration fee that goes off after a certain period of time. So yeah. we just actively decided that's the end of vouchers. You know, those vouchers in particular, we don't use them anymore at Christmas. And they were. But they're easy. so popular. They're sold everywhere. And Puss, and Puss sell them. Most stores sell them. They they do. I don't know what the financial arrangement is, say, with Arnis or Brown Thomas or Tesco or Dunn's or whatever. Um, if the one for all, in other words, Dude, and I know Duns have done this before, which is which is which is intelligent practice. Uh, I read of a company who were buying, say, a thousand vouchers for all their staff, and they wanted to give them five hundred quid each. Okay, but they didn't spend. They didn't spend a half a million. They they went to Duns and said, "How much will you sell us a hundred, a thousand, or a, say a hundred euro voucher for?" And I presume the likes of this is the, uh, the companies do it. I know FX Buckley's in there, and Duns came back and said, "Well, we'll sell you a hundred euro voucher for ninety five quid or whatever." Mm. And I just wondered, yeah. did, does the government do that? And when they recommend one for all, did they say we will recommend one for all if you give us uh, a commission, basically? Which is because I know mm. FX Buckley is a restaurant chain in Dublin, and I know at Christmas. I don't know. I haven't been in it since the pandemic, obviously. But I know at Christmas time they used to sell. Vouchers worth 120 euro in the restaurant for 100 quid. In other words, they mm. took into account that the certain percentage of people will not redeem their voucher. Yeah. So they said, you can have a voucher that we can redeem for 120 quid, but we're selling them for 100 quid, which I think is very, very uh, fair practice. Very fair practice. But I don't think many companies are doing it because they know gift vouchers are looking at gift horse in the mouth if you say no to them. Mm. Well, the, I just believe that if... If somebody goes and, for example, pays a hundred euro for a gift voucher to give to a loved one or a friend or a worker as a gift, then until that hundred euro is spent, I don't think anything should be deducted from the card. If the money has been given over, mm-hmm. so to start deducting, I think, look, they're making money. But it's not right. I don't feel personally it's right. Well, the central bank regulate them. The central bank say, um, um, in all, the board, everything else that they're, that the GVS prepaid Europe are regulated by the central bank. And um, the the central bank receive, requires GVS to keep funds received in exchange for electronic money in a segregated client account. At, um, anyway, it means if the company goes bust, you, you still, your gift voucher value is still there. But anyway... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Enid, you, like there was there was a campaign for 10 years to change the gift voucher legislation. There was consultation, Heather Humphreys was the minister at the time. And one of the one of the biggest things that came in when we used to do for gift vouchers, there should be no expiry date on gift vouchers, full stop. There should be no, there's no expiry date on your cash 
Why should there be an expiry date? And that's the one thing they, they resiled on. They said, they actually do say in the legislation, a gift voucher should never expire. However, if it does expire, it should be no less than five years. In other words, it was telling companies, put five years on it and you're, you're operating within the legislation. But anyway, and as low as, as I say, 51% of adults have gift vouchers uh, in their bag. Apparently in the States, there's 150 billion in unspent gift vouchers out there somewhere. But anyway, uh, uh, it's James Smith, James, Joe at RT.ie. Okay. Joe, how's it going? Um, tell us, you bought one for all. I did, yeah. Um, back in just December last year for okay. a Christmas present. And no matter how much you ask for, there's a two-year surcharge on top of that. Oh, was there? Yeah. When you're buying them? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's that for the paper or something? Should I get in? For the card or for the plastic or something, but there's a charge on top of them when you pay for it. When you, when you, you know, before you, you, when you say whatever you want, a twenty euro or a fifty euro charge uh, gift voucher, there's a two euro or a two fifty euro charge on top of that. But so the gift voucher company don't take into account that there's a serious percentage of gift vouchers that will never see the light of day. The money. Oh, yeah, sure. You just lose them, Joe. Like you, you know, there's not a house in the country that doesn't have a, a dedicated folder or something for gift vouchers. We just put them into the drawer, and you might forget about them. Yeah. Or like last year, where we just we couldn't use them unless you used them online. Now, one fraud is saying if you contact them and you haven't been able to use them, well, they'll give you, they'll allow you, they won't charge you the one forty-five a month. Yeah, well, I like I say, I I I, I was only purchasing it as a Christmas present. For last year, yeah, and uh, it was there was a. And where can where can you use them? Can you buy them? I presume you can use them in the post office. Well, I don't know. I I, I don't know if they're redeemable in the post office, but I know they do sell them in the post office. Yeah, of course they do, they're, and they sell them quite prominently. Oh yeah, the prominent, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that they're rightly so. I hope so. Well, this uh, post is a very smart business now. I can tell you much to much to wear benefit and credit um, as a nation. But um, I presume on post charge one for all to sell their product. It could be maybe some of that surcharge is going to on post or to the retailer that sells them or whatever. I I don't know, but I know there is there is a surcharge on it when you're when you're buying it for someone. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Plus okay. as well, I was talking to um, your researcher there, Joe, as well. Yeah. I was, it, this happened a couple of, about a year ago with that. I was in a petrol station and they had the one for all gift vouchers prominently displayed. And I asked, well, you know, could I have one of those vouchers, please? And yeah. I said, just as a matter of interest, I said, do you, do you take these as payments? And they said, no. They sell them, but they don't take them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, all right. I'm looking at Rani. I know it's Tesco and Pennies and Next. I presume anyway, I don't I don't know anything about this business. Enid, you probably know a lot about I know you've you've a business background. Um where's Michelle? Michelle, good afternoon. You've won Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? One for all, all for one, Michelle. So basically I get um, a lot of them for birthdays and Christmas and my husband seems to get a lot of them off people. Yeah. I've had this problem before, like Enid about, you know, yeah going and not being, having no money in it. So now what I do to avoid that, the minute I get it, I use it on my next grocery shop. Okay. Then I take the cash 
would have used for the grocery shop, put it in an envelope and go, you know, this was a gift from my okay. grandfather or whatever, yeah. and then I spend that cash on whatever I want. Okay, well done, well done. No charge, no fussing about it, not getting in. So you, so, you, so you are aware of the charges? Yeah, well, I became aware of the charges in exactly the same way either did. When you, I went you're aware that there's a black hole in the one for all gift card and after a year your money starts disappearing down that black hole. Back yeah. to back to which which leads back to one for all. Totally, yeah. Okay. So this is the way of of counteracting that and if I have a couple of them, I do that until I build up my money to buy something bigger or nicer or more expensive or whatever. And then they don't get another cent out of me, so I'm happy. Okay. Well done, so. Michelle. Well done. One for all, all for one. Anne Anne in Waterford. Hello. You gotta get one for all gift voucher. I did. In October two, September, October 2019. Just, yeah, just before the pandemic. Just before us. the pandemic. It was 30 euro. And the lady that gave it to me, like, she was, she was, she was, I'd done something for her. Yeah. And, she, and it was her thank you. It's and a nice I way, knew yeah. that 30 euro was a lot for her. So I did appreciate her, the gift. But what happened was I spent about, about 10 euros about the same, at the time. Mm-hmm. But then the pandemic hit and I'm not an online shopper. So it kind of sat in my, um, in my bag or whatever. And at some stage then I did go shopping and I tried to use it, but I asked the wrong question. When I went into the shop, okay. I'd hand over the card and I'd say, how much is on this card? And they say, we can't tell you. Okay, I know that. For You'd some, for some reason, why is that? I, I, I don't know. I think if I'd said, look, I want to use this card to purchase this, they would have said, okay, that's fine. You owe us another five euro and the, then it's covered. Mm-hmm. But because I said, how much is on this card? They just said, we can't tell you. You have to go online to find out. So I it'd go back in my bag and then I wouldn't do anything about it because I actually don't go online. That, well, yeah, it was just yeah, not that's a priority. Point, actually. Yeah, a lot of people don't have access or want to or can go online. So what, what happened? To, where, when when I went online then, the last 20 euro being taken in fees. So there, I, so there was your 20 euro gone. It was. It wasn't there at all. Down the black <laughs> hole, the one for all black hole. Absolutely. And okay. it made me really mad. Now, not I did because it was complicated. I was trying to say, you need to ask the right question when you go in the shop. And I just decided I didn't write. I just felt the organisation was too big for me. I wasn't going to take it on. I had other things on my mind. Okay. But I've told everybody since: do not touch one for all cards. Well, that's well, that's that's yeah. But they are legitimately sold and legitimately used. They are, but. but yeah. Okay. I was mad, and that's why when I saw it, you talked about it today, I thought, this is my opportunity to say it. So I did. But I wonder, do 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 shops that accept the One For All card, do they get a commission from One For All for accepting the card? I wouldn't know at all. I imagine they must get some, or they must have the profit on the goods they're selling. Okay, Dick Red, Dick Redmond's in Artane. How are you, Dick? Um, How are you, Joe? How are you? Superior racking company, a yeah. shelving shelving company. Um, yeah. And uh, you're a fan of one for all. Tell us because you you, you tell us why because you use it. We we well, we buy the staff. Uh, Great uh, gift card every Christmas, and they they delighted because a they go out and do their shopping, or b yeah. they can go buy clothes, or go to the sports okay. shop. So yeah, I, I, and, and how much you, how much you allowed? Give your staff in a voucher, Dick. 
500 each. And fair play to you. Yeah. And and you do that every Christmas. We do. This is our, this will be our third Christmas. Good lad. And it's um, it's it's you can only do it once a year, isn't that correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. And, and it's a way of rewarding yeah. the staff. You so, know, so if and, you uh, well, look at it another way, Dick. Help me here. If you give, if you were to give five hundred euro to your staff through the system, oh, they'd lose forty two percent. I think exactly. So it's it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a great gesture. Now, it, it, um, and you can write it off, Joe, which is you know, yeah, well, it's a win anywhere. Revenue say just tell us you've spent it on the vouchers and just show us the yeah. invoice or whatever and through yeah. your company. Well, we go to the, yeah, we go to the post office and we pay by credit card and. and they give us a, 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 a receipt for whatever it is, three or four grand, and, and uh, happy days. Okay. Um, your point about one for all is you can use it in so many shops. Oh, there's hundreds of shops in it, and I, I just checked my card that I haven't used yet, and it hasn't lost a great, cent. Great. Yes. Great. Great. That was in November, December. We bought them. November. End oh, of no, November. you don't. You don't lose. You don't start. The black hole doesn't open till after twelve months. <laughs> Now, oh, didn't now, Dick, yeah, yeah. could you, could you give them under that scheme? Could you give them a Dunn Stores or a Marks and Spencers or a Tesco voucher? No, not that I know of. You see, no, you oh, yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm not sure whether it has to be one for all because on post promote the one for all voucher. Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure whether you can go into Dunn Stores and, and buy a 500 quid voucher or a flight voucher, a holiday voucher. I'm not sure. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm trying to remember now. When there was a strike in Ian Road, Ireland, you remember about five years ago? Yes. Four years yes. ago. And one of the recommendations, I think it was the, the work, the WRC or whatever, the Labour Court, whatever they're called. Yes. They, they recommended that the workers get a percentage this, a percentage that. But they also recommended as, as a gesture they be given a voucher. Yeah. Now, I think the voucher was for a grand. I could be wrong now. The, 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 the Ian Road Air, yeah. Air people checked. But the, the Ian Road Air, which I think was a very smart move, they went around all the companies and said, how much are you willing to get to, how much are you willing to sell us a 1,000 euro voucher for, or 100 euro, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. apparently Dunn's came in with the best bid. Do you follow me? Yeah. In other words, yeah. because it wasn't, but anyway, um, so I just wonder if it's only one for all that that's eligible for that tax scheme. That's unfair. Yeah, well, I, you could, under- well, could maybe be- you could understand the fairness of it when it was owned by Ampos, a state company, but it's owned now yeah, by yeah. by a European multinational. Yeah, it couldn't be just one for all. Then it has okay. to be all vouchers, you okay. know. And then how do you expand the voucher? Is it for a, as I say, a flight voucher, a yeah. curry shop voucher, a Dunn Stores yeah, voucher? Yeah. It'd have to be them all once you can produce the receipt, I would assume. Yeah, okay. Well, we find out from our listeners. Okay, Dick, how su- superior racking? How did you do? How did you do during the um, during the pandemic? We, you went on we the never rack. Stopped. You yeah. never stopped. Brilliant. <laughs> we never stopped because uh, the warehouses have to put the stock up on the on the on the racking. You know, we've got to supply it and certify the racking and you know repair it when it's damaged. So we never stopped, and we're actually out the door work. Isn't that brilliant? Now, is, you know, it, it, is most racking now not computerised and digitised and machines no, going? No, it's all steel racking. You can, you okay, can computerise it to, to load it and all that, but it's all steel racking that has to be erected okay. and, and repaired and you know and taken down. And, and many, we're, looking uh, to, uh, we're looking to buy racking, by the way, to, to clear out warehouses that have closed. So if anybody has any racking to sell, 
Give us a shout. <laughs> <laughs> get, get the last of the racking. Five or fifty. And what way do you what way do you sell racking by length? Is it? Yeah, yeah, by yeah. linear meter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, linear meter. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and how many yeah, people? Height. How many people are you employing there up in our town, Dick? We only have six, Joe. We've got uh, two two very very good crews. Uh, you know, loyal crews, and then we have office staff. Six. Know, well, very, that's, very, well, that's six families. Yeah, yeah Joe, you know, tell yeah. you, you know, and we've a great turnover, and we're so busy; it's unbelievable. You know, well, that's great. But we, that's great. But we're looking to buy. We're looking to buy clear out warehouses. You know, okay. so look at our, our name looking. is good. So okay, yeah. so, so superior racking and chef and shelving. I never it. thought I'd live to see the day where Liveline would be advertising, <laughs> would be calling on companies <laughs> to sell us. Give us a lassie of racking. Give us a lassie of racking for Dick Redmond in our town yeah, yeah. in Dublin. Okay, uh, and you, Joe, you. you you remember the first time, Joe, when that poor lady had the ramp stolen from outside our house? Oh, yeah. Did and you do that? We, we got on and we supplied that and provided oh, it. And everything. Oh, Dick, and I didn't great, know that. God, you're great. It's great yeah, it's great to give back and we do that all the time as regards oh, sports clubs and this all This was that a lady. It was a few, a few months ago. I know, I know I mentioned afterwards that she'd got lots of offers. I didn't know who did the job in the end. She, yeah, she yeah, had got great. one of those little motorised scooters, but she couldn't get it out of her hall. Because it was yeah. a step, and no, it wasn't that one, Joe. Oh, well. the, the, her, her son got shot, and he was paralysed, and okay. that was the only way of getting the the, the the bed in and out of the house or the, the, okay. the wheelchair. And, and the the ramp was stolen, and and, yeah. and we got it made. We got a replacement made, brought it out, and and, and fitted it. Okay. You know, but Fair it was, play. Well it was done. great. You know, look, it, 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 the feeling is so good. It's like surprise somebody with a chocolate. Uh, the feeling is good when you're able yeah. to give back. And, well done. And thank God, Joe. After a slow start for us, we're able to yeah. give back. And are you, you, know, are, and you married, are you married, Dick? I am indeed. I am and indeed. Just, I'm just, to yeah. just a question. Were you, were you on the shelf for long before you got married? Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good, Joe. Live line on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Discover our 2 to 1 offers at your local Kia dealer. For more, log on to kia.com. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe at RT.ie. Um, the one for all cards. Um, have people very exercised today. I know it's just after Christmas and people have got them and spending. Anne Tucker. Anne, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Now, you, you're going to give us a, a, a perspective from the other side of the cash register. Yeah, so I am a small business owner. Um, okay. Myself and my sister have a clothes shop in Dublin called Costume. Okay. And every year, we're open nearly 25 years, and every year since I suppose once we're all started and people were getting them for Christmas presents, okay. people would ask would, whether we took them. Yeah. So we've been in conversation with One for All for many years about the possibility of taking them. Of course. Yeah. And the, the, what the deal is for small businesses or for any business is that one for all, take 10% of the value of the product or whatever the purchase is from the retailer. Mm. So that's just not something oh, a hang small on, business... Hang on, explain that to me. I hand in my one for all voucher to you. Yeah, say there's you, 100 euro on it. Yeah. And, and I, you I buy, buy something uh, in my shop for 100 euro. Okay. I have to give oh. one for all 10 euro. Oh, you don't get the 100 euro? No. So businesses don't get the full value. Oh, I didn't know that. have to that. give 10% to one for all. Yeah, so that is something that people don't realise. And is that, nego- and is that negotiable, Anne? No, I've emailed them twice. 
I've spoken to different people who have tried to promote their product to us because they want to stick their sticker in our window. They want us to carry their, their sign to, to, to send more people our way for them to obviously increase their revenue, their business, I understand. Mm. But um, for us to, to, to build in 10% to give to One For All is just not feasible, just like er, every other small business. But, but, um, but One For All say, well, you, you give a commission of credit card and a credit card purchase, do you? Well, they never really explained that much to me. I did email them twice. No, but I'm saying if you if you take a credit card, do you lose one or two percent for taking a credit card? I think it's smaller than that, but yeah, yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't be ten percent anyway? Um, I think American Express is the biggest one, and it's 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 two or three percent. But the thing that people don't realise when Mm. they're buying their staff the gifts for one for all is that it doesn't support small businesses in Ireland. And I think if people, more people knew that, they might this, buy the ones. Well, where's their statement gone? They won't come on, of course. But they sent in a statement, which I think is two pages shorter than War and Peace. Um, they say, uh, cogn- um, one for all gift cards can only be rede- redeemed in the Republic of Ireland, obviously. So we are supporting the Irish retail jobs. That's what they're in saying. In large businesses that can afford 10% off their the top of their, you know, their profit, I guess. Um, One we, for all we gift holder, we encourage them to spend their gift cards in store or online with participating rate retailers and support Irish retail and our economy. But not small Irish retail, just big ones. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I did email them now, and that, asked is them. Is that the same? Of course, they, 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 have, they have, in fairness to them, it's an idea that started 20 years ago, um, but they have, they have the market. They are the market leader. In Europe they are the market apparently. leader, yeah, and they have marketed themselves very well. It's a very, very good business model. But I did email them asking them, did they maybe during the pandemic or even because of the pandemic okay. consider building a different business model maybe that would support okay. small businesses and maybe, I don't know, have some other way That's of doing it. That, In other and, words, um, if, if your turnover was less than whatever, a figure, they would say, okay, we'll only take 3% or 5%. Exactly. So whatever way they could come up with, would they consider it? Because so many people come into our shop and like, we are an expensive shop and when somebody gets a gift, which is, which is great to get a gift of a one-for-all card, they'd love to spend it on something for themselves. I find, because mm. I've had them in the past, I'm just waiting to buy an appliance in like Harvey Norman mm-hmm. or something, which is great if you need one, but I'd love to be able to buy something that's really special and in a small shop and support small businesses. But it's, they responded twice to me at different times saying that it just wouldn't be possible, that it's a 10% commission rate across the board. Okay, um, now I wonder, at one for all have branched out into Northern Ireland. They say they specifically mention here ROI, their vouchers are, but Northern Ireland and uh, in Scotland, England, Wales, I think they're gone even further. I just mm. wonder what are their rules and what are their commissions and their, their monthly fees in other countries? I, I anyway, don't know. Maybe well, I'm, I'm an email which oh, okay. I just looked up before I came on to you. They said it's 10% across the board, so to have a level playing field. So um, maybe it's the same over there as well. Yeah, but they do say here, which one for all gift cards can only be redeemed in the Republic of Ireland, even though they're even yeah. though they're sold and accepted across. This well, part if you of buy Europe. one in, in Northern Ireland or you buy one in the UK, you can only use them in the country that they're bought. I'm not sure about yeah, that. But why, really. is the, but why is that? Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, 
But uh, do you, you know, s- the reason do you, do you sell gift vouchers yourself? We do. Yeah. But also, uh, the reason a lot of um, employers buy them for their staff is because they get a tax break on them, which is fantastic yeah. to be able to get yeah. the both. You know, you're getting a gift for yourself and you're getting a gift to your staff. But there are other preloaded credit cards that you can buy that you still get the tax break on. And that means that you're... Your, Receive gift receiver can use that card okay, absolutely I didn't know anywhere. That. There are other, yeah. And if people went in to buy a Tesco gift card, they could do that under the revenue scheme, could they? I'm not sure I about think, Tesco, yeah. but there's definitely one in the Jervis Centre that you can buy, and it's a Mastercard. And while the Jervis Centre sells it and has the Jervis Centre logo on it, you can use it everywhere. I've used it to buy flights. Okay. I've used it to buy, you know, in a hairdresser. Yeah. So you can, you don't have to go to Jervis. And there's, I think, there's one called. Um, maybe perks or there's definitely a few preloaded credit cards that you get the same tax break on if you're an employer and it's not one for all because I think if you ask the majority of people say one for all are great for some things but not all Mm. things and Mm. if you've got money you'd like to spend it on anything and especially to support small businesses it's really important and how's how's your business doing Anne? it's doing okay actually yeah we stayed open as much as we could well done well done we have an online store, so you're, you're, uh, you're more than you're more than and you're more than uh, welcome to mention your business, please. It's called Costume, and uh, it's a ladies' clothes shop in Dublin too, on Drury Street. And uh, Thank on, you, Joe. online, it's online. It's costumedublin.ie. Okay, okay, costumedublin.ie. Okay, and yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that ten percent commission one for all get from uh, every purchase made yeah, with one of their yeah. cards. Okay, so yeah, if, maybe uh, if people knew that they would 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 you know buy if if somebody really wanted the gift to buy something in Arnott's or Harvey Norman or the bigger retailers, that's fantastic. But maybe if they prefer to support small businesses, maybe there's another way of going about it. Okay, okay, well that's that's fair comment. I think for even for one for all to hear. Thanks indeed, Anne Tucker of Costume and Drury Street in the centre of Dublin, Fiona. Good afternoon. Hi, you, Good afternoon. Your your son got a one for all chip and pin gift card from his employer, which is great. Yes. And what happened? And um, he, you have to register it online, etc. And he did all that, got his pin, and the card doesn't work. Um, we tried several shops here in Cork um, to no avail. Mm-hmm. Now I also had one, but it was anything under 150 euro is just the ordinary card. You don't need a pin number. Okay. And mine works. Yeah. His colleagues doesn't. Uh, their cards don't work. Also, now there's a lot of money involved, you know, and you know they're. Uh, he's disappointed. I went to Unpost to see if I could change them, change the voucher to two 150 vouchers, so that he could just use it the normally. O- the ordinary card, yeah. Yeah, but they couldn't do that because they just wouldn't do it. Well, how did um, what, what, what did you get on to? I don't, how did you get on? Did you get on to one for all? I tried to get on. I emailed them. And I got no response that you can't ring them because they doesn't they don't seem to be a number. Um, then a friend of mine put something up on Facebook that she couldn't activate her one for all, and I responded saying, "Well, my son doesn't work." And all of a sudden, one for all commented on it, mm-hmm. um, and basically, now obviously it's a scam. They were looking for your the twelve digit number and your and bank I won't, details. Hang on, I'm unclear. One for all are not a scam under any circumstances. Under no, no, any I'm circumstances. I know that, no, I know no. that, just to I'm be clear. So, so they now sell chip and pin gift cards, but you're saying, how do I activate them? Well, we know how to activate it, but it just doesn't work. 
he's activated it, he's got his PIN number, he did everything, he tried to spend it online, and that won't work. But my thing about the scam is that they happen to respond on Facebook. Who, 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 what's that, sorry, where's, where's the scam? No, where's the scam coming from? It's not coming from one for all. You're saying there's somebody, no, no, p- there's somebody no, no. piggybacking or something. Yes, that's what uh, my, exactly, yeah. yeah. And they're looking for his bank details and the, the, the 12... Digits on digits on the back of the card, and you know they refund the money, and I'll put it back into your account, which obviously we're not going to send on his bank details. Okay, but we course, can't. Yeah. Just but remember, I call January every year scam scamuary because yes, uh, it's indeed. when all the scams we've a few of them here now. Hopefully, I get them to, to them yes. today. Uh, scamuary yeah. January. Um, yeah. It's went on, so so, but that's nothing to do with one for all. But anyway, we'll we'll, no, get, no. we'll get on to them. And say what is the problem that the the chip and pin, which you're advertising as the new form of card, can't yes. be can't be activated properly? It seems. Oh, I'd be delighted. Oh, okay, Fiona. Okay. He's had a lot of, you know, he's had a lot of a lot yeah. of money, which yeah, he wants is, to yeah. spend. Yeah. But, and you, know, as you said, as everyone in the job got it, his yes. colleagues are they having the same problem? They're having the same problem. Yes. But surely then you say to the employer, listen, you bought a hundred of these cards, you spent 30 grand or whatever he spent on them. Can you yeah, go back to the, where you bought well, them? Apparently and, okay. he's, he's trying to, but he's uh, he's not getting any luck either. So I don't know what's going on. Okay. Okay. Fiona, we'll try and find out and he better buy his mother something of it as well when we get it activated. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Yeah, but you better be listening. One for all, one for his mother. Brought him into, <laughs> brought him into this earth. She was, you were one for all when he was born, weren't you? Yes. I sure was. <laughs> sure. And long afterwards, okay, Fiona, go to me to market. Rita, Rita, come in, come in out of cold air, Rita. Hello, hello, Joe. What, How are what, you? Good. What happened? Um, I had a. I was in in Kilkenny shopping before Christmas. Went into the post office to get some stamps. Yeah. And while there, I had a one-for-all card in my purse, which I knew I had lost money on. And um, I decided while I was at the teller ordering the stamps that I'd ask him to check the balance. Okay. So the teller did check the balance for me, told me what was left on my card. And uh, then I said, right, can I use it to pay for my stamps? And he said, no, they don't accept it as payment. (laughs) So... (laughs) Are you sure you weren't reading the joke of a Christmas cracker? No, early I, well, I, you were I, saying I, I, they, they sold you the card, saying, well, and you, you know the that's big, colourful displays now and all the post, the one for all, brilliant at this, brilliant. That's their business, rightly so. Brilliant at yeah. this, brilliant at that. So, and you went up and you can, you went up, bought your one for all card, and said. Oh, no, you, well, you no, showed me it, it was the balance, the balance. Yeah, no, I was checking a balance, yes, but it, it then, was actually the advertisement <laughs> that for selling them that reminded me I had it in my purse. And I said, right, I'll check it while I'm here at the counter. Yeah. So, so I went out anyhow and whatever was left on it went straight across to Macaulay's and bought myself something for what was left on my card. But on post, sell the, sell the one for all, but they, they, they sell them and tell you to get out of the shop. They won't accept them. Don't in you dare! There's yeah. your and the, the staff are brilliant in in, yeah. in my post office in in Nolans and Clant after brilliant. But you're saying the staff just they're doing their job. They 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 sell you the one for all card, and when you've turned if you turned around and tried to buy something at the one for all card, they it say, "Ah oh, no, ah oh, no." Yeah. Get that. And he 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 was quite funny about it. He okay. said, "No, we we don't accept them for our steps." Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, thanks indeed, Rita. Mind yourself. Well okay, spotted. Thanks, well spotted. Joe, Joe at rt.ie. Live line on RTE Radio One with the all new Kia Sportage. 
built for endless inspiration. For more, log on to Kia.com. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. By the way, since I came up with that dad joke about uh, Dick being left on the shelf from Superior Racking, people are sending me in gags from all over the country. Uh, they think they're funny, but they are funny. It was tough. Uh, poor Dick was caught between a rack and a hard place. Okay. Now, by the way, I, I, I can't take those jokes. I suffer from arachnophobia. Keen Mooney. Keen Mooney. Good afternoon. I wrote Joe, that line you as well. Keen, um, you bought a garden shed with one for all voucher. Yeah, I no, had the I, privilege of paying extra <laughs> using the cards. Hang on, explain that to me. So what happened was we went to look for a shed. Our shed was in a bad state. So last, this time last year, we went looking online, okay. found, found a company. We had been given a lot of uh, these all for one vouchers at Christmas time. So we had enough money for one of the shed. So uh, we booked it, but we had to go up and pay for it with the vouchers. <laughs> so we went up and uh, when I got there he gave me the vouchers he came back out to me and says there's an extra 10% on top of that why? And I said why is that I, he said because we're charged 10% yeah for for, uh, for taking the vouchers yeah so we're going to pass it on to you basically <laughs> so as I said, I'd never really used the vouchers before. And I so if you buy, in that case, if you bought a one, you bought, you had a one for all voucher, but but there should have been a sign up at the gate of that, that garden centre saying, anything you buy in here with a one for all gift card, we add 10%. Absolutely. There should have been something like that, yeah. But they couldn't put up, so, they couldn't put that up. They'd be laughed over. Well, no one would buy anything. So it's, it was, but it they was, said, it, we pay 10% commission to one for all. So yeah. we're trying to trying to get it back. Okay. Exactly. Did, you, did you pay it? Unfortunately, I did. I was okay. in a position I didn't really want to be. I know, probably I know. Going back up and back down again. You know, yeah, it was just yeah. coming down to another lockdown. So I said, it needs to get up and do it. Yeah, okay. So that's what I did. And it's kind of stuck with me. And I kind of. Well, it looks like well, it looks like one for all are making shed loads of money. They're, they're, <laughs> the post sold over a hundred million a few years ago, so Absolutely. they're doing well. But that's a legitimate, that's a legitimate reason. But it, to it was yeah, it's just one of those things. I'm not sure if anybody else has come across that. Okay, well, I didn't know. I, just, just I didn't the, know until our previous caller there that um, um, Mary, I think it was, saying that ten percent. Um, from costume in Drury Street, th- saying that th- they lose if they were to take uh, one fraud gift cards, every they lose ten percent of the port of the purchase price That's right, immediately. Yeah. God. But uh, here's another thing as well, okay. Joe. Just for for charities out there, there's a lot of these cards going around where you go and buy something. We say it costs you twenty euros, but I say it costs you twenty euros. You got twenty two on the cards, so you got two euros left. Yeah. And you don't really, you, you don't know how much, you know, you put it in your back pocket or you forget about yeah, it. Gone, yeah, yeah. And then a month, you say, how much is in that card? Unless you get onto your, on, onto your computer and look up to see what's left, you know. I was in one uh, department store recently and I, I said, it's not a shame that like there's around 160 left. And I don't mind giving that to charity. Does anybody do that, you know? Well, good idea. Give the yeah. card in Yeah. Just That's a very good idea. Half the thought, you know. And would, yeah. Anyway, okay, that's a good idea. If a voucher company sold or was in part of their terms and conditions of selling a voucher, they said to you, listen, if you buy one of our vouchers, we guarantee after five years, if you don't use it, we'll give the leftover money to a charity. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, you put your card into a, you put the card you have maybe into into a a bowl in the shop somewhere and they pass them back or they... That's a very good point. I don't know. That's a very good point. 
Okay, there Keen, well done. How's the shed working out? It's it's beautiful. That's great. Are you are you living well, in a, I, I are you living to, in a permanency now? Well, after this phone call, if my wife heard I'm on air, I'd be living in it. I can tell you. And lucky enough, like my my father-in-law put a light in for us, so that oh, well I have a bit done. of light anyway. Right, right. right Thanks, Keen. Good luck. Likewise, Atna Began is in the UK with another revelation about one for all. Atna. Hello, Joe. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm fine, thank you. I'm in Southport, but I'm actually from Old Castle in County Meath. Ah, Just wanted yes. to let you know, um, my husband was given one at work for wor- at work over Christmas, and I've got the little terms and the booklet that comes okay, with it. Okay, well, well done. Well yes, done. Yeah, says here, you've got to spend the card in the first 18 months. Ah. So, yeah. So we get 18 months, whereas you seem to just get 12. And then the monthly, to avoid the monthly inactive balance charge of 90 pence. Oh. Oh. First of all, it's 18 months. The same company, but if it's over the border here... Yeah. Well, they, they don't. The black hole doesn't open until eight, until eighteen months after you buy it, yeah. and uh, when it does open, they take ninety ninety cents. They take ninety pence. Yeah, ninety yeah. pence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas in Ireland, they take one forty-five euro. Yeah. They it's take a huge difference. They take nearly fifty percent more. They give you. Yeah. They give you fifty percent extra time, and yeah. they and they charge us fifty percent more. Yeah, yeah, huge difference, huge difference. And are you big? Uh, just remind people don't realise they're very big in the UK as well, aren't they? One for all. Yeah, there's a huge. You you get a little booklet with it, and there's yeah. an enormous yeah. list of the companies you can use it with here. And you see, once you get there's a tipping point in voucher companies, I presume. Once you get to a certain size, companies shops have to go with you. Like, like, like what was said, shops have to go with you because so many people are presenting them. So it's a, it's a, and then you discover you have to pay, you lose 10% on every transaction. Okay. Okay. Etna, thanks. How long have you been living in Merseyside, Etna? Um, I probably, I think the last of the 13, 14 years. Okay. And do you come, do you come back to Old Castle much? I do. I come back. I came back all of the time. I haven't been back since end of November last year when we had a really nice uh, big family gathering. Oh, but I was coming back all of the time before then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm a huge listener. I'm oh, a huge great. listener. Oh, I would die without the radio here. Oh, it's not great. Well, it's not great. I would you dying. But it's it's great that you're... Uh, 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 a lover of radio and it's appreciated, Etna. And you've great, you've great radio stations in the UK as well. But you've great radio stations here also. Etna Began, happy New Year, Etna. Etna Not is in so. Southport in Maryside. Thank you. Bye Thanks bye. for pointing that out. In Ireland, one for all voucher. The expiry date in the UK is fifty percent longer. Uh, in terms of before they start taking charges and the fee is uh, 50% greater. Where is it greater? Of course it's greater here in the ROR, the Ripoff Republic. Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Discover our 2 to 1 offers at your local Kia dealer. For more, log on to kia.com. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Now, we want to go back to OxyContin because we're getting so many calls about it and so many horrific stories in the main about... And it, it started last week on Liveline 
Um, and obviously the, the, the events in Tullamore overtook uh, everybody uh, with what happened Ashling. Um but the calls are still coming in and Bill O'Donoghue is in this is in the United States of America. Now remember this discussion began just after Christmas when we came back because people had been watching Dopesick, funny name, but Dopesick on I don't know what platform it's on, I think it's Prime or whatever. And uh, this was the story of OxyContin being abused in the States, being being missold, dishonestly sold, misprescribed, misrecommended, overprescribed, and it's addictive. As we discovered, a lot of people in Ireland who were on it did not know it was addictive until they went on it and discovered that one man we had last week was on it for 12 years and it's destroyed his life. It's on Disney, apparently, the the... the Dope sick. Uh, Bill O'Donoghue. Bill has contacted us from uh, the United States of America, and uh, I know it's. I know we we are stricter here, Bill, in the prescribing of oxycontin, but it still is prescribed. And as we heard, there was an issue here a few years ago with a very expensive pain patch called Versatis, which was withdrawn from the medical card and the. Um, and the drugs payment scheme, just to explain to Irish listeners, because it was too expensive. But OxyContin, which is as cheap as Smarties, was left on it. And a number of people who contacted us were taken off our SATAs and put on uh, OxyContin. Now, Bill, you you want to update us on, and it's affected your family, on OxyContin and the opioid crisis or indeed scandal in the United States. Bill, good afternoon. Uh, good, good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Listen, uh, yeah, so so I, I haven't watched the show, uh, so I really don't know anything about it, but mm. uh, except that I'd be too angry to to, uh, to, to, yeah. to watch it. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, so, you know, it's about the power and the greed of the pharmaceutical companies or whatever else, and then the misprescribing, which has been huge out here. Every household has, That's you know, it, some yeah. form. Uh, of an opioid in their in their in their in their cabinets from you know bad backs or whatever the case yeah. may be. But uh, just to move on from that, okay. uh, I suppose uh, the because of the the addiction rates in the states from the prescribed drugs, it drove a very strong uh, industry in in uh, in a, the illegal making yeah. of this stuff yeah. that's been imported to the states. And you know it's known commonly, but you know high school kids, it's known as oxy. You know they 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 kind of self prescribe it, they sell it to each other. Um, but it, it's it's gotten to a point now where. Um, you know, uh, to, to talk about uh, my personal my personal yeah. issue, uh, um, January January the first of last year, okay. uh, my eighteen year old son uh, was found unresponsive uh, in his car. Oh, um, they were able to break the window. Uh, they got him out. Uh, they used the paddles on him, uh, and they uh, issued a drug called Narcon, Nar- yeah. Narcon which uh, which brought him back. And uh, he's he's back with us, and he's been wonderful ever since. But um, and and you know we went to therapy and all kinds of things after that, and there really wasn't an addiction issue. Issue, but what's happened is uh, with this illegal market now mm-hmm. um, that they're using uh, fentanyl in the making uh, of of these drugs, um, and they found that nearly forty percent of the 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 drugs they've the, the police have seized. Uh, contain enough fentanyl in them uh, uh, to kill people, and and you know I'm from a small village out here, um, about eight thousand people, and uh, there's Liam's story, my son, uh, but one of his good friends who was in college in Milwaukee uh, was found uh, two months ago, um, uh, passed away in his in his uh, dorm. 
uh, at the University of Wisconsin after taking a half a pill or or one pill. So, you know, people think about addiction and, you know, they think about people abusing drugs to get there. But uh, it's at a case here now where where it is a huge epidemic uh, with both addiction um, and Mm -hmm. now people uh, poisoning themselves uh, by taking uh, one or two of these pills. And how, insofar as you know, but how easy was it or is it still to get OxyContin in the States? It is. It is very, very easy. So it's either OxyContin, uh, hydrocodone, you know, Vicodin um, are prescribed all the time. So the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, have access to it at home. Uh, and if they get addicted, then it is very, very readily available. Um, they use Snapchat in different forms, even to pass it on to each other at, in, in high school. So as young as 15 or 16. But it, it is, um, you know, uh, it's gone from a point now where people are were worried about, uh, you know, literal overdoses or addiction mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, fentanyl poisoning. So, And because, and you pointed out, this is this comes up in the TV and in the story as well, uh, um, that... Because it was so addictive, it became extraordinarily popular, unfortunately, and it became extraordinarily um, instrumental in people actually breaking into pharmacies and stealing OxyContin because they needed it so badly because they had become addicted to it. This is part of the, even though the Sackler company, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, who uh, invented the opioid OxyContin, so to speak, um, they... It emerges in the in the TV program number of books Empire, Empire of Pain is the book I'm thinking about. That um, Sackler knew that it was addictive, and they played that down totally and completely. How is your son now, yeah. Bill? He's he's fantastic. Great, he's, great. Uh, he's just started his first uh, first year of, of of college, and he was in the honor rolls for the first semester. So we're lucky to have him. But his friend, his friend wasn't so lucky. And and and, and I just think, you know, if these uh, you know uh, illegal drugs are that available in the US mm-hmm. um, as a direct result of of the initial uh, issuing from from the pharmaceutical companies and the doctors, uh, I don't think Ireland would be too far behind. So I'm just kind of sending out the warning. That, yeah. that, and you say. Already. And you say Narcan sold his, uh, saved his life, but you you know yeah, you, you know I, when Narcan was invented. I do not. It was invented in your home county of Waterford. It was well. It was <laughs> well. I tell you, it was, it's, 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 the nasal the nasal form of it was invented by an incredible uh, company led by a man called Seamus Mulligan from Waterford, and they set up a I company did. called Adapt Pharma. And they wanted to focus on creating a non-injectable form of Naxalone, commonly used in hospital anesthesia. So they invented Narcan, much to their credit. And I think every every paramedic in Ireland at least carries Narcan with them now for people that are like your son who get into difficulties. And you say it's very it's very big in the States as well, because it's literally a lifesaver. Literally a lifesaver. Yeah, so, so well, so well done, James Mulligan and all those his his partners in in Waterford uh, for coming. Well, thank you, thank you, Seamus Mulligan, because okay. uh, my son is around because of it. He's alive because of it. Yeah, um, it's, it's an awful scourge. It really is. Rory, stay there, Bill, if you can, please. Rory McShane. Rory, good afternoon. Joe, how are you doing? Good. What's your story on OxyContin? Uh, well, I sort of experienced it in both countries here and in America. Um, I had okay. an accident a couple of years ago and um, was put on that stuff. 
through one of the private hospitals here in Dublin. And once mm-hmm. that was done, you were on your own. Um, I was on it then for about four years, but I was over and back in the States a lot on business. Um, and there was one particular time where I'd forgotten my own prescription. So when I went back to New York, I went to the doctor I would have went to um, years prior to that when I lived there. And um, <laughs> when I went to her, I just said, look, it's, I forgot my prescription here for a week. Um, can you help me out? Yeah. And she says, absolutely. So she gave me uh, a month's supply. Of oxy, oxy. Of oxycontin. And then yeah. when I went back to her to say, well, look, it's, you know, when she wrote out the prescription, when I went back, and you know, I says, look, it, um, I'm only here for a week. Um, I, I don't really need this amount. Um, she thought that I was looking for more. And she was willing to give more. So it's it's totally out of control in America. But I think at the moment they have tightened up slightly in America. But this yeah. country needs to tighten up. Um, and I was listening to your program um, the last day when you had mm-hmm. a certain doctor on, and I didn't like his attitude because what he was kind of saying there was, well, you know, we're giving the people what they need because of the pain they're in, yeah, which is yeah. true, but there's no guidance. You're given the stuff and you're sent out, and that's exactly what happened to me and what's happening to a lot of people. And what effect did it have on your already, the OxyContin? Uh, like that program, now look, at I, I've only... Finished watching that program. Mm. I didn't even know it existed until your researcher called me about it. So yeah. I never got into the situations where I didn't even know where they were, you know, putting it in your mouth, taking it out, rubbing it on your skin and all that. I never really was in it. I was just taking them for pain. But they were destroying me. I was constantly sick, um, wasn't focusing right, wasn't, um, you know, just wanted to be left alone all the time. Like, you know... It's definitely a, a soul-destroying uh, drug to be on for anybody, mm-hmm. especially people who's on it for chronic pain. Well, you see, but Rory, in fairness to the medics that were on, and they were saying, well, it does relieve pain, uh, serious pain immediately, but we don't recommend anyone anyone stays on it more than four four weeks. Yeah, but that's easy for them to say, Joe. They have to enforce it. And and the other thing, I, I heard somebody else saying, I think it was on your show, saying, oh, well, I was on it and, you know, for a year or two and then take it off. That's because that person was probably guided through it and watched very carefully by good doctors. I know when I went in, I had two spinal fusions. The yeah. first one failed and the second one, I had to get a second one, which led to bone taken from my hip, putting oh, back gosh. into my back. And it was, it was horrendous, the whole lot of it. But that doctor... Um, from the same hospital your last doctor was on had had had, um, had come out and just said, look, take these. Just the pain was still there three weeks later. I rung and all I was told to do, I'll get in contact with your local doctor. So in other words, pass the buck. And I challenged the government in this country to take action and do something about it because this thing is killing thousands, if not uh, thousands of people worldwide and nothing has been done about mm. it. And, and, you know, Michal Martin... Uh, should be doing something about that. And Mary Lou McDonald should be doing something about that because she gives Michal Martin nightmares and it's up to her to put the pressure on. And other people have put the pressure on on the government before more lives are lost because it will kill. It almost killed me and it will kill other people. Yeah, but did it, just, just, Rory, did it give you pain relief in the short term? Look, I'll never forget the day. I was in so much pain and tried everything. And I remember being in a hospital, that particular hospital, and I remember for the first time, this was after, I think it was after the first spinal fusion, I was handed that uh, tablet mm. after the operation. And I knew straight away, the first talk came into my head, why isn't everybody on this drug? It was unreal. Okay. But what happens then, your body adapts to it, you have to keep more and more and more. And this is where it's this, 
you know, cycle, um, everybody, most people's on usually get into it. And it does, it destroys lives and kills lives. Okay, stay there, stay there. But it's very back after this break. Joe at RT.E. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And Joe at RT.E. Uh, Gavin, good afternoon. Gavin, how long were you on OxyContin for? Um, for about two weeks, Joe. And how did, well, uh, I hope it served its purpose, did it? It, it did indeed, yeah. That, that's what's prompted me to contact the show yeah. last week. Um, I had a cycling accident um, okay. and shattered my knee, um, which required RF surgery, um, which is, is quite complex. And um, I, when, when it came around from the general anaesthetic, I was given OxyContin, which has got a 12-hour life. So yeah, obviously yeah. the half-life after six hours... I would have felt the, the pain gradually increasing. Um, but I was given a tablet every 12 hours, and then every four hours I was given OxyNorm, which has got a shorter half-life. And it served an extremely useful purpose in that um, the, the pain that would have been, I would classify as unbearable without it, because mm-hmm. that's how the, the level it was getting to by the time I was given my next dose. Um, I, did, I was well aware of the addictive nature of opioids, uh, I had seen The Crime okay. of the Century, which out of all the programmes discussed, I think is the best because it's a documentary rather than a dramatisation. Yeah, good point. I think I, I saw that on, I think I think I might have actually seen it on YouTube, available on YouTube. Anyway, Crime of the Century, yeah. And yeah, it is a yeah. Documentary, so that, that's a two-part documentary. But were you, about, when, you were, when you were prescribed OxyContin, sorry, given OxyContin, were you told, listen, two weeks and no longer? Um, uh, no, it wasn't specified, but my, my own research, I knew that it was going to be short term. Um, and d- just to illustrate the point as to how um, that, that they're not necessarily as uh, addictive, melodramatically addictive, as has been characterised by the narrative so far. I've still got 10 Oxynon tablets left, which I've no need to take. Um, so whenever I was discharged from the I was in hospital for a week whenever I was discharged I was given a prescription and even getting the prescription was quite an involved process in that it was insecure storage in the GP surgery it had to be signed for the prescription uh, the, the drugs themselves had to be signed for in the pharmacy um, and it was a half dose I was on 10 okay. milligrams of oxynorm yeah. which is the short half-life and then it was reduced to five milligrams and it was I was given no more than what was strictly necessary and okay. I was on a reducing dose well that's the way the well that's the way it's recommended by the health regulator in Ireland that it be very very limited use and that people be told very very strongly Joe? that it is addictive yes who's that Rory what? Rory, Rory. Uh, Bill Bill sorry, Bill, is, Bill Bill in yeah, the yeah, States sorry yeah. real quick but, uh, but I think e- even more important we people saying you know that they have these drugs left that they haven't taken are, are they instructed what to do with this, these drugs to get rid of them? Is there deposits for these before some teenage kids uh, get their hands on them and start giving them out to their friends? Because that's that's what happened here, and it, it will happen at home as well. So I think it's not just how to use them, but it's what to do with them when we're done with them that's really important, uh, that, that people you know are made yeah. aware of what kids will do if these things are available at home. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you, did you watch Dope Sick? Uh, Gavin, 
Um, I'm in the process of watching it now, and okay. anybody who's interested in this, I'd recommend that they watch The Crime of the Century first, because okay. with the dramatisation, you're not exactly sure how much is artistic licence and how much is factual, whereas um, uh, the documentary gives you... So therefore you realise that Richard Sackler is a real person, that the name of the drug hasn't been changed. Um, uh, so that that's really useful information. Um, and I had this conversation with, with the nursing team when I was in hospital okay. about... Um, uh, opioids in general but just just to say as well that the, there is a psychoactive a notable psychoactive component to um, uh, the, the drug in yeah. that I would have felt that the edge of my worry my about my prognosis about will I make a recovery mm. being in hospital the trauma of uh, having the accident and surgery the edge was taken off that so I was aware of that, but I was going to enjoy that while it lasted. I knew it was finite. Okay, but and one of one of the problems that's highlighted in those documentaries and indeed the book and indeed the drama is that uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals, the Sackler family, uh, fought and succeeded with the FDA in the States to uh, uh, reduce the uh, warning, uh, not reduce, diluted almost completely any warning, and there was no warning eventually, on the packet saying these are addictive. And they sold them like they were aspirin or Smarties or whatever. But anyway, that's part of the problem. Okay, Bill O'Donoghue, kind regards to you and indeed your family and condolences to your son on the loss of his friend to, to opioids. Rory McShane also, I hope. What's your pain levels now, Rory? Oh, no, I'm good now. Just there's other alternatives out there, and I think that doctors need to start, um, okay. you know, describing towards that sort of stuff, like um, stimulators and stuff. Okay, and Gavin, you hope you you're fully over that cycling accident. Uh, no, I'm laid up in a cast and will be for some time. Okay, um, well. and I do have, just just in answer to the question that was asked earlier yeah. about the remainder of the drugs. You know, I will use them if I need to if the pain does return. Okay. Okay, in consultation with your GP or whatever. Thanks indeed, Gavin. Thanks to all our callers. Fergus Sweeney produced and Ray Darcy is next. Liveline on RTE Radio 1 with Kia. Discover our 2 to 1 offers at your local Kia dealer. For more, log on to kia.com. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.